years that I've been doing this program, I've totally flipped out maybe three times. Maybe three. And I'm not going to do it today. I'm just not. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. I would highly recommend taking up an interest in the Steelers and or the Penguins. I would. Because where this sport is headed, where Major League Baseball is headed, without a salary cap, couldn't be more bleak for fans in at least half of the markets. It's no longer a, oh, look at poor, pathetic Oakland and Kansas City and Pittsburgh and they're so sad and they're so sorry and they don't spend any money and they're cheap and whatever else here. A lot of that's true. Okay. A lot of it's true. If you're going to try to make any kind of argument for a salary cap while not acknowledging that Bob Nutting's cheap, you've got no chance. But most people don't seem to realize still no matter how many times it's written or spoken anywhere, not just here, that the salary cap system always comes with a floor. It always comes within a tight range of spending into which everyone is required to participate. And it comes with expanded revenue sharing, which means that everyone can afford to be in that range. There are no exceptions to this. Not in the NFL Not in the NHL, not in any other league that has a cap. Oh, and that's, by the way, all of them. The systems are virtually identical. Not completely, but virtually. So if your only motivation from a fan standpoint would be to get nutting to spend more, this is your dream come true. This is the only way to do it, I'd argue. So Shohei Otani signs for... 10 years and 700 million, and it rocks the entire sports world. It's the biggest contract ever given to any athlete in North American history. It's beyond anyone's ability to even conceive as to how much money that is per at bat, per inning pitched, whatever the case. And the reporters who work for national outlets embarrassed themselves in the worst way. And I can't tell you how much I enjoyed that. That's why I'm not flipping out today. I've been telling you guys on this show for a long time that one of the big, big problems in baseball is that these reporters, they're not just complicit with the Major League Baseball Players Association. They are 1,000% in bed with the union and with the agents and above all with Scott Boris, the super agent. That's not some sort of conspiracy theory on my part. I've had a lot of years in this business to have accumulated more than enough information to substantiate it. And what was seen over the past few days that exposed that to everyone, finally, was the way, first off, the reporters who were covering the winter meetings in Nashville 
were complaining, like no, outright whining in public about how they weren't privy to any of the scoops in the Otani free agency pursuit. This really happened. They tried to dress it up by saying things like, it's making the winter meetings boring and that's not good for the sport. Like no one cared. No one cared if this was going to happen at the winter meetings or not. No one cared, and I mean no one really cared, that there wasn't a reporter privy to a process that the player himself had made abundantly clear to all concerned, including all prospective teams, that he was going to keep this quiet, that he was going to do his own deliberation on this. He didn't want it to turn into some kind of big circus. And that's his right as a player to try to pull off the process that way. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be hypocritical with you. If someone told me, you know, like two weeks ago, Otani's going to sign with the Dodgers, I'm going to report it and I'm going to do it in all capital letters. But what I'm not going to do is if I don't have the information, is to go cry about it. And they did that and it was so awful. And it was one of the few times I've ever seen baseball fans turn against these guys. And they really did. I've never seen, in particular, uh, Ken Rosenthal, one of the more respected figures in, in the industry, take the beating that he did. But if he didn't have it coming for that, and I say this as someone who's a, a longtime acquaintance of Ken's, and he's been good to our company, speaking well of it publicly, but Ken really blew it afterward with a written column in which I've just got to read you. I'm going to read you three different, like, one-sentence passages. You're, you're not going to believe this if you haven't seen it already. The column's headline and the concept upon which it's predicated is that the Otani deal going to the Dodgers is good for baseball. Why it's good for baseball. If that isn't preposterous enough, one of his early lines in the piece was, and I quote directly, the usual howls are coming. The large market teams end up with all the best players. A $700 million contract is outrageous. Baseball needs a salary cap. Okay, now, never mind the condescending tone, which is almost always a mistake when writing commentary. But the idea that everyone was going to lose it over the $700 million contract, I haven't seen, heard, or read that anywhere. Otani's worth it, okay? He's a special, special athlete who can bring in a ton of money. So that's just a misnomer. The large market teams end up with all the players. They do. I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to. But they do. How do you say that in a snotty, condescending tone as if it isn't demonstrably, verifiably true? They do. All of them do. Okay, wait. Here's another one. This is another passage. Fans of the losing bidders, the Cubs, the Giants, and most of all, the Blue Jays, will not want to hear this. Fans of teams in the game's smallest markets will want to hear it even less. But Otani's choice of the Dodgers, who play in the nation's second largest media market, only enhances his stature and that of his sport. Oh boy. Do I need to go for Captain Obvious here first off? He just spent six years in that market, and he became all of this. 
Anaheim, you can drive from LA to Anaheim in 25 minutes. It's the same market. No one would dispute that. Maybe Ken lost his map or GPS or he's never been to Anaheim. Take it from someone who was just there a few months ago. It's, it's right down the road. And it won't enhance Otani's anything. You could put Otani in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Like you could just hand Grand Forks, uh, an expansion team. And they'd fill up whatever size stadium you had for Otani, and all of the ESPNs and everyone else would be there. Oh, wait, there'd be one difference, is you'd be closer to the Eastern time zone. You'd be closer to the half of the country where 80% of the people live. 80% of the people who, for the most part, don't want to stay up to watch 10.30 p.m. baseball. One more, and that's it, I swear, because I, I, I will, I, I will not handle it well. Otani's choice will only enhance the David and Goliath aspect of the sport, and that is not a bad outcome. Again, fans in smaller markets will not want to hear it, but few things should be more satisfying to those fans than seeing their teams knock off one of the big money behemoths, and it happens. Ken thinks you should go to these games hoping that your team can pull off these big upsets and get all uplifted about that while you're missing the playoffs for the 900th consecutive year. I, I can't. I can't. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit projectchildsafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from Greg, who asks, DK, what can Ben Charrington sell about Pittsburgh to a free agent? Playing in PNC Park isn't enough anymore. There is no top-to-middle free agent who'd ever want to play here, knowing the chance to contend is slim to none. Greg, I... Okay, I'm not going to go against my own thing and sound like I'm speaking down or whatever. I've been in this business, the baseball news business, for a while. And the one thing that I can tell you, the one pattern that's firmly in place in probably about 99.99999% of free agent cases is that they are decided by who offers the most money, period, end of discussion. These other things never come up until after the ink is dry on the paper. 
That's it. That's it. There's no, boy, this is a really nice stadium you guys got. The closest you'll come to any sort of personal influence on a free agent contract will be a highly specific family issue. Maybe that individual wants to be closer to a certain coast where their family is. Maybe they have a loved one that they need to care for or want to see on a regular basis. That does happen. But even that doesn't come up until a lot later in the process and you're looking for tiebreakers. Free agents are not sold the way college kids are on a campus. It's all about the money. If the Pirates want a player to come play for them, they have to outpay everybody else. They have to see something in that player's value that maybe other teams don't. But they don't have to overpay. They don't have to outpay. This is a lot of radio talk show mythology that's been built up over the years. None of it is accurate. None of it is true. If you ever get into a free agency discussion of any kind and it doesn't begin and end with money, then you're drifting off the road needlessly. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Heck, I appreciate Ken Rosenthal. I meant it. He, he's been nothing but good. But wow, this was just so bad. <laughs> Let's do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow.